Providing veterans a forum to showcase their unique products and services is a great opportunity to grow the impact of veteran-owned businesses nationwide. Today on the Financial Operating Base, we will speak with Justin Clark, founder of Veterans Referring Veterans. Welcome to the Financial Operating Base, a podcast and community to help you, the veteran entrepreneur, to navigate the terrain and accomplish your mission of business success. And joining us today, we have Justin Clark with Veterans Referring Veterans. Uh, Justin, thanks for joining us today. Right on. Thanks, man. It's a pleasure to be here. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, definitely. Let's jump right in. Uh, Tell us about your time in the military um, and your transition and your path to uh, what you're doing now. So so I joined the Air Force when I was 19 years old um, back in 1999. Uh, came in as a crew chief, an F-16 crew chief, and um, right away shot out of the cannon and went over to uh, Aviano Air Force Base in, in Italy. So I went over to Italy in like 2000, 2003, then hopped around multiple different countries. It was absolutely amazing, amazing time. Um, came back here to the States and obviously went on more deployments, which was super fun. Had my... Uh, my kids were born in Utah, was stationed in Utah for about eight years. Kids were born there. Um, multiple deployments out of there. I ended up actually losing my fingers on my birthday <laughs> on a deployment in two, the, November 1st of 2004 during the Fallujah campaign. So real good time there. Um, ended up coming back and, and becoming a single dad, full-time single dad with both my daughters. Um, ended up about four years later, um, ended up meeting my wife, current wife right now, and we moved to California for a bit. And then I ended up getting medically retired uh, September 25th of 2015. So that was pretty much my my military service there. Obviously, amazing time seeing so many different parts of the world that I would never have ever been able to have the opportunity to see. Well, and I'm still technically overseas still. So, <laughs> but so that was, uh, that was my time in service over there. And, you know, with my injuries and seeing all that was actually a blessing in disguise was, was actually really, really good. And part of the reason why the whole VRV got up and going too. Um, and then, yeah, everything just kind of went from there, got med retired. And so I had to act quick on what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> So that's that's kind of how the story of my military history went. So you got out and then you say it's time to make that big transition. It's time to go from, you know, airman to veteran. And, right. And part of veteran also includes, you know, civilian. Um, right. What, what, what were you looking at doing? And then how has that evolved into what you're doing now? So honestly, um, I had minimal education going into, in the military, I had, I, I knew the power of the education, how I needed to get it. But with the high tempo, I just, I just could not get the time to do it like I, like I should have, especially with being a single dad. So coming out, um, one of the best pieces of advice that I ever had was from my VA rep down in California was said, Hey, look, when you get out, He's like, um, 
one, don't go to the VA because <laughs> I was med retired. But two, he's like, you got to keep working with everything that, you know, happened previously. He's like, you got to keep working. So I was like, well, that's awesome. So um, through, I, I guess towards in, in California, I found one of my forms of therapy was fishing. So coming back to Colorado, there was a certain retail store down here that I was like, oh, cool. Um, I'll just go work a job over there. I'm, I'm 100% VA. So any extra income is, is obviously a bonus, but it would give me something to do. So I went over to the retail company and um, quickly realized that retail wasn't for me whatsoever. So <laughs> I, um, I ended up going back to college. Actually, it was just community college here to see where I wanted to to go with my life originally before I joined the military, I wanted to become an architect. So that still appeased me. And I, I was like, well, let's go ahead and, and go for that. So that was my goal with, um, with going back to college was becoming a, uh, an architect. But by the time I would get my degree, this and that, I'd be 42 years old. Who's going to hire me? All these questions were going through my mind. Um, and then part of the, one of the things too, um, when I did get out, I didn't want anything to do with the military whatsoever. I didn't want to see a uniform. I didn't want to deal with any veteran organizations. I just wanted to be done with it. That was part of my past. Um, and so obviously Colorado Springs is where I'm at. Colorado Springs, you can't um, go to the grocery store without running into military or veteran or anything like that. Um, I ended up getting picked up by Project Healing Waters, fly fishing, ended up sending out a representative to come talk to me. They heard a little bit of my story. Um, so they came over and they're like, hey, you need to get involved with this, da, 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 da. Um, and I, I really shoved them away for, for a long time. It wasn't until a year later I got involved with their program. Um, and that really kind of opened me up into veterans in general. Just, just like I, it was that camaraderie that I, was, that I had missed for a while. And being back in college, I connected with other veterans that were um, starting their own businesses. So um, kind of jumping back into the college thing, my, um, my father at the time I was going through, my father was a realtor, a really successful realtor here in Colorado Springs. So I was kind of shadowing him um, as I was going through college for this degree. And then come to find out, I really loved the real estate stuff where you're back helping people out, going to all sorts of different you know, locations, houses, you name it. It was, it was really, really cool. Um, so with my real estate, I, I decided to use voc rehab and I stopped going to college. I used my voc rehab to obtain my real estate license. Um, they really good program. They supplied with, supplied me with everything I needed to get my, my license and, and so much more. So it was really, really good. Um, and then I kept in contact with my veterans that I was at, that I was attending school with, um, one of them was specifically was a carpet cleaner and this carpet cleaner, I found myself referring, um, to my clients as the real estate agent. Cause with, you know, with, well, with any referral whatsoever, whatever, it, if it's a good referral or bad referral, whatever it is, it's coming back to you either way. So, it, especially when you're just starting out in real estate, it's highly important that you're sending out quality people to take care of your clients. And I always found myself using the veterans, you know, and so that's really what boiled into the VRV, what it is now um, with my real estate. We started, you know, from general contractors, the carpet cleaners, uh, just general cleaners, plumbers, you name it. All these veterans are kind of coming out and they, 
they didn't uh a lot of them don't advertise that they're veteran owned whatsoever i think it's one of those things that's a little bit overplayed here in the springs a bit um even me with my real estate um you won't i don't put anything veteran on there except for my logo <laughs> my logo says raising the bar in real estate sounds cheesy but and then it has like four bars going up it's actually my fingers <laughs> so you guys can see the video there um creative so that's the only association I have as far as advertising myself, unless you're getting to talk to me. Um, but what I found obviously through real estate as well, um, networking is, is, is huge. So I would go to these different networking organizations and really, I think I was looking once again for that kind of camaraderie that I had in the military. I was wanting that supportive system there and, everybody would say, hey, there's this organization, there's this networking group that was so good and they're so supportive. But everyone I went to was still the same. They're very, very good, don't get me wrong, but it was a lot of the same thing repeated at every single one. And I wasn't, I wasn't, um, I would never get the question, how can I help you out, basically. Um, it was all about them, what product they can, I, I'm going to buy off them or, or whatever, which is fine. That's why they're there to advertise their business. But there, was, there wasn't the camaraderie there whatsoever. One other thing I found missing was there wasn't the veteran business owners. There wasn't the small guys. There was a couple, but a lot of these guys that I was dealing with through my real estate, um, they were the hard workers that, frankly, they didn't have the time to go to these events. Um, a lot of the times they'll be in the mornings or lunch, and these guys were working. So... I, um, I created, how do I word this? Um, I kind of found the white space, so to speak, where I wanted to support these other veterans um, with getting each other together and helping. Originally, it was going to be just, I guess, business to business, where it was just veteran business owners coming together, supporting each other finding out who's, who's got the little secrets or who's got something up and coming where we can go and support each other. Literally within a week, and, this, and originally that was going to be under my, my real estate. That was going to be like my realtor, you know, little networking group that was going to be different than the others. Um, once we started talking about this and brainstorming on it, because um, we were going to do, originally it was going to be like a hold a Facebook group because we knew everybody had Facebook in one way or another, and that way people could still communicate and get on board with it on there. Um, but that everything quickly grew into the website, what it has become now. So the website boiled over. Um, the website's basically where I want all the consumers to come and seek out veteran-owned businesses, nonprofits, whatever they may be. But on top of the website or social media presence, but the biggest thing is having our networking still at, and what we do is we hold these networking slash social events at different veteran-owned businesses um, to highlight that veteran-owned business and bring everybody together um, on top of it. So it's it's been truly amazing because we're just, over a year older, like a, September 1st of last year is when we launched. And we're literally global right now with the with listings on the website. And we've had socials now in five different states, actually. So it's pretty incredible. And we do a monthly here. And it's great because we keep them open where it's not just the veteran community, it's everybody else, the local community, so they can come and support the small business owners and slash the veterans. Um, and it provides a lot of good resources to guys that are transitioning out, career changes, um, where they can come speak to these veteran business owners. And they're not somebody who's just trying to sell them a product sitting on the other side of a, a, a counter. 
So yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So you you've noticed this gap or this opportunity that not only can can we help veterans but get involved and almost make it like a local thing. And and so you're spurring up these networking groups. Um, talk about the structure of it geographically. Is the website just across? Um, across the nation and globe, or are you developing pockets in these little cities so people can plug in with those around them? Kind of, kind of all of the above with that. Um, when I first built the website, we wanted, I wanted a veteran business on the outside of Colorado. Um, and my wife was a big one on this one where she said, I was like, we'll just have Colorado on there. And I don't know if you've looked at the website, but you can, it's got the map, but basically any, we open it up to the beginning at first to include the whole entire United States. Cause we never know where someone's going to be at. Um, so anytime somebody puts in their zip code or address, it auto fills um, that section for them. So they can kind of see where, where they're at and for people to use the website and use the map um, and see where the local VRV members at that's if they've used the address. Um, but probably within, so that was the original plan probably within the first three months, I got two guys over in Germany that were veteran owned businesses. So we had to open it up to include Europe. And actually we have to now put in, um, there's a pop-up thing saying that you accept cookies and all that. When you go on these websites, like if you go to bbc.com, you have to have that um, banner going across the bottom to accept. And that's in part of the being in compliance with the European laws. So we, we have to change the website now because of these guys over in Europe, which is really, really cool. So, um, so yeah, it's pretty neat, but yeah, so we include all of the States all over the world, wherever there's a veteran legit United States veteran owned business, then um, yeah, they can slap their slap on there. And then we do, we've had people reach out to me that want to be um, basically like chapter presidents. And I'd really like to see these start flourishing like they are here in the Springs where they can kind of be self-sustaining. We've had a, um, um, kind of an unofficial one over in Boston, but official ones we've had in Pennsylvania, Utah, North Carolina. Um, I'll be done in Texas next month, California. We're going to have two of them going on North and South, but this, um, so we've had these chapters um, sprouting up and this is more kind of on social media side where everybody's kind of getting together because right now we're still brand new and, and I totally get it. So I'm getting poked at with the stick by a lot of people where, um, I think a lot of these veteran organizations, um, and, and not all of them, not all of them whatsoever, but I think a lot of them, you'll, you'll kind of peel back the onion and somebody's in it for some sort of monetary gain, or they're not veterans whatsoever. So there's a huge disconnect. Um, I, I got that a lot down in, in North Carolina, and it was really, really good because I had, man, I had about 20 different, just business owners alone, I had about 20 different business owners, um, and then all sorts of, like, soldiers and different people, um, and they were all like, hey, next time you're out here, we're inviting everybody, you know, we're, we're this thing was awesome, and it's, it's just kind of under the keep it simple, stupid concept where I'm not there to drain people with speeches or, or buying product. It's all about advertising and bringing that community, that veteran community together once again. So next time we're out there, I know it's going to be monstrous. And, and this time around too, it was, it was pretty big, especially for our, I mean, we were seven months old at the time and, and, you know, not too many people knew about us, but they do now, but it's, it's cool seeing it where they're, um, so I've got these different chapter presidents that are veteran VRV members, veteran business owners, but they're able to kind of advertise 
not only themselves, but the VRV, and then bring that community together kind of not only around them, but then, you know, just basically with what I'm doing here. So it's, it gives them an excuse too to kind of get out and show their face in places where they may not be as far as like, you know, any pretty much can apply to any job really um you can usually you can just use the excuse of, of being a vrv chapter president to get out and try to get everybody together and you're getting your name out at the same time um and then with that too they all know it's it's all about even though like me with being a realtor i don't advertise myself on the website whatsoever i wanted to keep these separate so this is the most i'll go with kind of commingling the two is just talking about the history but other than that i'd leave them separate um because even down here i've got like five realtors that are on the website and i push them out all the time whatever more business i can bring these people the happier they are they are with me so in turn with your question Yes, all of the above, global <laughs> states, and then just kind of where the demand is, because I have a lot of people asking for socials and stuff, and I, I, I wait till we have a little bit more VRV members going active in the area, and then we'll light it up and do it. I just so, think it's, yeah. I, I think it's great how inclusive it is what you're doing. Um, it, you know, veterans that are own businesses, but also, like you said, maybe veterans that are looking for employment. And as right. we know, veterans like to hire other veterans. You know, anyone in the community can come to learn about the veteran businesses because, you know, you can't have 3% of the population just, you know, sell back and forth to the other 3% of the population. You know, right. let's, 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 let's help veterans tap into the 97%, which I think is great. Um, yes. can, can you sort of, you know, maybe tell us a success story or how Ooh. you've, how, how you've gone about, you know, having someone come in. I mean, I think I met you about a year ago on social media, but, but how someone that's maybe worked with you for a while, um, whether locally there or in another city and sort of how you've impacted their business and their life. So this, this was actually a really cool one um, beyond, and I'll go into the collaborations here in a little bit. But at our six-month mark, and, and mind you too, my, my six-month goal was to have a veteran business on the outside of Colorado. Ended up being on our six-month mark, we were holding our first social down in Utah outside of Hill Air Force Base at this facility called Kehoe Mac. Kehoe is, um, he was a Korean citizen, became a U.S., Korean national, became a U.S. citizen, um, flew with the Air Force. Now he owns, I believe it's nine different facilities where they restructure C5s, A10s, F16s, do all sorts of work. It's a huge government contracted facility. Uh, I believe it was like 80,000 square feet. Really, really cool to get into. Um, but he was, it was nice because he opened, he heard about what we were doing and he was like, why don't you come down here? We'll, we'll host it. I said, yeah, that's perfect. So we went down there. Um, Probably about two days before going down there, I had a gentleman that I was stationed with in Italy reach out. He's a weapons troop, uh, was a weapons troop. We used to go deep sea fishing all the time for sharks. Got all sorts of stories with him. Um, real, real horrible time over there in Italy. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, um, John had reached out to me and he said, hey, I've got this Marine I play pool with. Um, he sells coffee. Is this something he can come down and see? And I was like, yeah, Absolutely. So he ended up bringing this um, gentleman down named Austin with Toomey Coffee. Um, it was a really cool story where he's from Puerto Rico and his mom's still down there. Puerto, pretty, pretty sure it's Puerto Rico if I said it wrong. It, it might be Peru. I'm pretty sure it's Puerto Rico though. But anyways, <laughs> one of the P's, 
he came down, he imports these coffee, his coffee to us. So he, he came down, he set up his own little booth and was serving coffee to everybody. Everybody absolutely loved it. And it was, it was great, great, great seeing him, got him up to do a little quick little speak about his business. Um, so that was cool on its own, got, got business off it. But then two months later, he calls me up and, um, he says, Hey, I'm, I'm, um, you know, with that small, which so many business owners experience, he doesn't have, he's got a family of four, I believe. Um, with his Toomey coffee, he doesn't have the health insurance. He doesn't have, you know, kind of what we were talking about on our podcast with being set up as like a straight up business. Um, so he asked me, he said, Hey, I, I used to work uh, with sheet metal stuff with the uh, A10s. Um, is there anything that you can do to reach out to Kehoe Mac and, and see about um, possible job openings. So I was like, absolutely. I called up my connection I had with Kehoe and I talked to Dean who used to be my old supervisor from a long, long time ago. Um, called him up and I said, Hey, this, you remember Austin with the coffin? He's like, absolutely. I do love the kid. Da, 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 da. And um, I said, Hey, he's looking for a job. And what do you know that day they just opened up for a certain number of jobs to help out. I believe it was some sort of sheet metal work on a helicopter system. Uh, if I remember right. But anyways, two weeks later he was hired and he, he still tells me how big of a blessing was. It was absolutely cause he really wouldn't have, because nobody even knew about Kehoe Mac really because they're kind of hidden over there um, with what they do and they're really family oriented they really kind of keep to themselves a little bit but um, having this opportunity for Austin to get down there and and seeing what Kehoe does because we toured all the facilities and he loved it, it right up his alley and so it ended up being absolutely perfect timing for him um, to contact me to get in get in contact with Kehoe and get hired because they need a good worker and he's a hell of a worker. So really, really good. So that's one of my favorite, I guess, success stories with the, um, with the networking themselves as being face to face. So beyond that, we've, whew, we've had so many different collaborations, tips, helps, um, people reaching out from, from, you know, mental struggles to monetary struggles that I'm connecting them with that others are reaching out. Um, like my woodworkers, there's, there's so many times where they're collaborating and helping each other out with tips and tricks. Like, Hey, this resin's not pouring, right? What do you do to do this? And they're like, Oh yeah, I do this and this and this. Um, even like four brothers mead right now, <laughs> they make, they make mead which is a Viking era, um, basically like a wine. It's, it's, it's really, or an alcohol. It's really, really good. I was, I was really, really impressed. Um, but now I've got them in connection with uh, retired Sergeant Major uh, Donald McAllister out in North Carolina, which he's, you know, a monster figure in the veteran world. And so they're super excited to get a bottle into his hands. But it kind of gives them a different angle to get in contact with these guys. Um, like even there's – Actually, the hat I'm wearing right now, wounded, um, not wounded warriors, but, uh, um, oh, excuse me, Warrior Culture Gear is owned by Jay. Um, monstrous social media following, does a lot of cool stuff. Even as me, like, I was like, oh, man, that'd be cool to get in contact with these guys sometime. Um, right now, I'm, you know, I'm in contact with Jay weekly with stuff. He's helping out so many of my different veteran business owners from from getting them apparel made because they also own the Print Shop USA. Um 
you can't really tell online, but the hat I'm wearing right now is a, is a really special hat to me. It's a VRV logo with the American flag um, blended into the back. He actually made this hat on Memorial Day to, for him to wear on the 60-mile ruck march he did out in Pennsylvania, which is really, really cool. So totally meant a lot, and I love that he's seen this. But it's fun to see these kind of smaller, just starting out veterans, get in contact with some of these bigger names where it's really – it's really just all about being veterans and helping each other out. You know, once again, it's, it's, it's truly remarkable. Um, you know, even my, I got a gentleman down here. He's had beers with four different presidents. I think he was a, I think he was a Lieutenant general when he Whoa. retired, but uh, he helps out so many of my guys. And so every single event we're at, he is out there supporting them a hundred percent from the nonprofits to whatever advertising it may be. He, he owns the levity float center, but it's a uh, medical grade deprivation tanks where you go and float and um, actually USA boxing team uses them. So it's pretty cool, but he is always all in anytime there's a fundraiser um, garnering support for anything veteran related whatsoever. He's the first one to jump on it, but it's, it's really cool to see the faces of these kind of smaller, just starting out veteran businesses, where they see these guys are like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. You know, that's, it's, they love that they're getting that support once again. So um, that's, that's really been extremely important to me and, and really the success stories of, of seeing all these collaborations and, and stuff. <laughs> and not all of these guys, some of them kind of keep to themselves a little bit, which is fine, but most of them has just, it's just been, it's created such an open supportive community beyond what I could have imagined whatsoever. So like literally it seems like every day there's a new door opening with somebody or something within the VRV that is, I, I just love hearing these. I don't even know half the stories sometimes because a lot of times I'll get a product and they're like, Oh yeah, this, 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 and this, cause I worked with so-and-so. It's like, dude, I had no idea. I want to share that stuff out. You know, I'm actually looking at my table right here. I've got cards, stickers, all sorts of neat stuff made from, from guys that have, I don't know if they would have ever met each other, but here they are. Instead of using like Vista print, like everybody does with their cards, they're using Mike with Halo designs that he's been designing so many logos and he prints out the cards too. And they look phenomenal. So it's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that that's a great mission and you're doing so much for kind of the business community through this networking. Meanwhile, you're a realtor, which is entrepreneurial in nature, um, and, and then you've created this organization. Um, so what lessons have you learned, business lessons, whether it's, you know, the sales process or um, creating the, these networks or connecting people or kind of even creating this company? What lessons have you learned that you'd like to share with, with an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur out there? Um, there's a lot. There's really a lot. Um, I think one of the biggest things is keeping my name and brand the way it is to encompass everybody. Um, I'm very mindful of certain organizations or things going on, especially down here in Colorado Springs where like, you know, weeds, weeds legal. So like marijuana here's looked at like alcohol. It's not a big deal whatsoever. Um, but I know it's not the same towards other people or anything like that. I've been reached out to a couple of different organizations that center strictly around just, you know, smoking up, <laughs> just to lack of better words. And I'm like, they're like, oh, you could bring down, we'll, don't worry about the, the vendor booth fee. We'll, we'll, we'll cover it. Just bring all of your guys down here. And I'm like, 
I, I could maybe understand if it's like a medical thing for cannabis or whatever, but when it's just down there to see, let's see how high we can get. Um, I'm like, how does that, how will that look to so many other organizations that are down here within the VRV, you know? Um, so I'm very, very, very cautious of that. I think one of the biggest things starting to, um, and this goes in with the real estate. I think so many people want to just jump into the real estate and they're like, Oh, we'll just be getting all these big paychecks and this and that. And da, da, da. I was like, no, you, you've got to, you've got to have money away. Um, you know, cause you've got to advertise yourself, the marketing materials, the signs, the cards, the, you name it, you've got to go to town. You've got to have a minimal, like $20,000 saved up. And same with this business too. Um, with the VRV, you know, you made a comment behind me. There's, there's a banner with, with our logo on it. And this banner goes with us so everywhere. I've got banners actually all over the state. Well, in seven different States right now. Um, but that was huge in pushing out our product in, in marketing materials. Um, and then really kind of choosing something that was different. Um, you know, mine's, I think it's just really simple with the VRV where I wanted it patriotic, but I didn't want it like in your face where people are like, oh, you need to, you need to turn down your patriotism a little bit. <laughs> but like, there's, there's so many veteran brands that are out there. That's kind of really um, repetitive. They're really, they're really great. Don't get me wrong. But um, a lot of them, everybody kind of jumps on the bandwagon with, with certain ideas and stuff like that. And you really got to find your unique spot that you're focusing on and, and just go with it and own it, you know, just because something's working with somebody else doesn't mean you can't create your own and, and, and do what you need to do. Um, I love our logo came across with, um, you know, I kind of had the idea that I, I can't put my stuff on the paper as well as others. And that's why I got Mike with halo designs and he, absolutely killed the logo i absolutely love it everywhere i go if i'm wearing a sweater or even i've got those logos all over my car people are always asking me what's it all about what's 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 the vrv and then especially once they read the the veterans referring veterans it's an eye catcher and that's you know that's really what you want um even with our booths up at um we'll do a vendor booth at oktoberfest or or you name it and we'll kill it just because people are interested in the logo and the name. So I think that's, that's a huge focus. And my wife will tell you too, everywhere um, we're at, whether it be watching TV or out somewhere, I'm like, their logo sucks. I'm like, I don't like, you know, <laughs> I'm always judging logos all the time. And I, I see the importance of it on, on how it can reflect upon your business. So um, there's so many times where I'm like, dude, just, just, Give this guy a couple bucks. Let him, let him re, really redo your logo and stand out just a little bit more. So, um, but yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things is, is being financially stable. Um, you know, really find your own niche, even though somebody else, you know, like there's so many different woodworkers on there. You're unique and you can create your own stuff. And I think it all starts in one, your product, but then two, how you're marketing your logo, all that goes into it. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much the biggest things I've learned so far. And, and not, you know, I, this is has carried with me forever, but I never make enemies. You know, if there's, especially out here, I've learned in the civilian world, there's a lot of sharks out there that, that, you know, they'll, they'll take ideas and this and that. And I'll sit back on, we'll sit back on social media. I'm like, oh, I just talked to him and now they're just running this and that. I'm like, who cares? We're, we're doing our thing. Um, but you never know who you're going to need uh, whatsoever. And that's something I learned in the military a long time ago, because you could be I don't, doing whatever and 
you need something done on a Friday night before you're rolling out. And that one guy you were a jerk to two weeks ago, he's going to remember that. Um, same with, same with the whole business thing, you know, you be firm, but you don't got to be, you got to still treat people with respect. Um, I think it comes around, you know, 10 times over and I, I'll meet people the first time and they're so standoffish or say this and that. And next thing you know, I'll be at an event with them a month later and they're my best friend. Um, it's, it's fun to me, especially within my real estate, kind of, I call it like, kind of like breaking them down a bit where I'll get tested, not only with the VRV, but with my real estate, I'll get tested all the time. And next thing you know, like this one lady I, I met actually two months ago, she was so hard, had so many walls up, broke them down. She calls me like every other day right now with different transactions and stuff like that. But I just, I just love showing people like we're true to what we are. I am who I say I am. And, and I treat everybody with respect. I don't, I don't care if you've been through like 12 combat deployments or zero, not even left the States. I don't care. A veteran's a veteran. I'm going to treat you that way. So. Yeah. Justin, it's really easy to see why this has taken off. I mean, <laughs> you, you, no, no. I mean, you, you, you're genuine. You've poured your heart into this. Yeah. Um, you've made it inclusive. You know, I, I, I think you've, you've always put your best foot forward with folks. Um, so you have a phenomenal franchise now, if you will. Um, where do you want to take it? I mean, you, you were telling us, you know, what happened in the first 90 days and the first 180 days. Think about what happens a few years from now. Where, where do you want to take the, the, the platform? Honestly, Joe, I'd love to be as big as Angie's List. I said it from the beginning. I would love to have the structure, the name of Angie's List, where everybody goes, not only to find veteran businesses, but just their small businesses in their local communities. Um, I Seriously, like I would love to see billboards up. I would love to see a, a stinking advertisement during the, the Super Bowl of veteran. And it wouldn't be like, hey, like my what goes on in my head is be like, hey, this this VRV members brought, you know, or this gentleman on the VRV. And then it's a segment for them, like because it's all about about the veteran businesses listed on the website and the nonprofits too. I'm not forgetting about them. Um, but I would love to have segments on where it's like, Hey, this is your, your VRV member highlight and just do 30 seconds where it's theirs and it's their products. And, and, you know, just quick something like that. And that's, that's honestly what's, what's going on in my head. Um, and to the networking events, I would love for, these networking events to be taken off all over the U S where people, cause obviously they're going to be located around military bases just cause there's a huge veteran population surrounding them. But where people PCS, you know, active duty military PCS to wherever they go. And if they see a VRV event where they're at, they know it's going to be welcoming, not only to them, but to their family where they know they could get the resources automatically, not just something you're looking up on Google or whatever, but you're face to face with these people, getting to know them and really building you know, beyond a network, really like a, a family The I, I mentioned the word family all the time, but that's really what it kind of feels like now. Um, Cause the, the conversations I have with people all the time is, is truly, truly incredible. And one of these things too, I'm going to throw in as well with these networking events. Um, one thing that was extremely important to me with keeping it open to the local community was showing that were these veterans that may have, issues or whatever like i'm technically an amputee even though it's just barely but um 
you've got people that have gone through their struggles, but right now they're owning what they've got and they're taking the step forward. They're taking that next step and, and progressing with doing something positive. And in turn, their story can help out others that may be going, having whatever similar conflicts going on in their past. But it's also showing the local community like, hey, we're not just out here drinking, complaining, asking for handouts. This is what we're providing for you that I want you guys to interact with and, and use these guys' services because they're, they're not your, your – um, my, my license plate says uh, disabled veteran, but I'm not. Like I want to put on a sticky note that says enabled, you know? So I think a lot of veterans see that. That's um, awesome. <laughs> I see I, – I think they see that that disabled word all the time. I'm so sick of hearing that disabled word. I know everybody's got, got stuff going on or whatever, but there's other things you can do. Um, and this, this has really shown that in different light. Cause I got, you know, purple heart veterans, amputee. I mean, Patterson down here. I don't even know how many purple hearts he's got, <laughs> but um, you know, they're doing such great things for, you know, for themselves and for others and really showing these other veterans out here that, Hey, you can, you may be like, I, okay. So I hear it so many times, like I'm, I'm 70% disabled. You don't know what it's like. Da, 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 da. Dude, I'm a hundred percent disabled. Don't just get on that label that they slapped on you, man. There's, there's other things you can do if, if you can't work or whatever, maybe try volunteering or get involved with one of these like hot rod warriors, or I've got, I've got all these different, um, uh sports car oriented nonprofits that are kind of lighting up a bunch of them coming on right now but it's just these guys getting together and um you know working on vehicles because it's giving them purpose once again and i think a lot of guys need that and they don't have that and they're struggling but that's what i want to do is is just provide positive resources other than um you know drinking or sending around negativity whatsoever so that's that's what the the networking side has really become and going back to what you were saying there joe um i that's what i'd like to see is these events popping up everywhere and when i say networking it's it's more along the lines of social where it's more open floor i don't i'm not a big fan of everybody just sitting down and getting preached at by somebody i think we'll have those but as far as like these socials because we'll do them in the evenings i want to have them where everybody knows they can come out i don't like i said i don't care I don't care if you're a veteran or not, whether you've got a purple heart or not, it doesn't matter to me. If you're a vet or if you're interested in veteran businesses and nonprofits, come out and, and say hi and meet everybody. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I just want to have that growth of, of seriously, I want to be that Angie's list out there where just everybody knows where to find these small businesses in the local communities that are veterans. So it's kind of a twofer. So, well, you're you know. definitely, you definitely have big aspirations, big vision, um, and a lot of inspiration. So is there a uh, quote, an inspirational quote or a leadership quote that helps guide you? Honestly, there isn't really necessarily a quote. I know you had asked me that in the beginning and I was trying to think. My aspiration with everything is seeing, like I just met, well, I just talked about Justin Patterson, but seeing these guys that have been just been going through whatever struggles it may be and, and them Oh man, just coming out like a phoenix, basically, um, through whatever they went through. Um, but exposing them to everybody else and showing others, like, hey, this is what you can do. That's that's really my drive, and especially these younger businesses. I mean, I'm still a baby as is too right now, 
but um, getting these small businesses exposure is what just pushes me day in and day out and, and just getting them connected. So I, I honestly, sorry, I don't really have a specific quote. <laughs> it's, That's it's all really, right. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think you laid it out though. I, I think you said it well there with, with, Hey, just providing that um, really the example for others to see what they can accomplish. So uh, this has been great. Thanks for the time. Um, how can someone reach out to you if they, if they want to touch base with you and just connect based on something I heard today? So social media wise, you can look up veterans referring veterans. Um, our logo is a VRV and the R is in the shape of an Eagle. So it's very distinct. You can look us up that way on all the social media platforms. Um, you can call me 719-440-3321, 719-440-3321. Or you can shoot an email to vrvsocial at gmail.com. Or just head over to the website at www.veteransreferringveterans.com. All of our contact info is on there. And we just recently added our links on there as well. Um, but you can DM me, PM me, whatever it is on whatever social media platform is out there. And I'll, I'll respond to you because communication is huge to me. So um, feel free to shoot me a message that way. Awesome. I think that's the first uh, direct phone number we've gotten. So thanks again for your time and your story. And I appreciate you joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me on guys. I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with Justin Clark, founder of Veterans Referring Veterans. And we'll leave you at this quote from Simon Sinek. Working hard for something we don't care about is called stress. Working hard for something we love is called passion. Thanks for joining us on the Financial Operating Base podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so send us your questions or feedback to financialoperatingbase at gmail.com.